Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. We all want to build a better business so we can be better architects. Well, a better business starts with planning for profit. Download our free course, Profit for Small Firm Architects. It's free at entrearchitect.com slash free course. You are listening to Entree Architect Podcast, and this is episode 193. Welcome back to the Entree Architect Podcast. My name is Mark Arlapage, and this is the podcast dedicated to a successful life as a small firm architect. Whether you have plans to someday start your own firm whether you're in the process of launching a startup or you might be an experienced small firm architect just trying to make a difference, this podcast is for you. My goal is to inspire you to build a better business so that you may pursue your purpose with passion and live the life of your dreams. As small firm architects, we are all working so hard to get everything done. Between the many hours we dedicate to building our firms and the time we spend building strong relationships at home, there are not many minutes left to do anything else. Each new week offers us only 168 hours. No more, no less. That's it, 168 hours. And before we ever get started, half of those precious hours are reserved for sleep and eating and hygiene. What we choose to do with the remaining 84 hours will determine whether we succeed at our goals or fail. I recently looked into my own daily patterns and I learned where my 12 hours are spent each day. I was shocked to learn how email, yes, the 
the terrible email, how it has overtaken my life. I was spending more than two hours per day, and sometimes many more than that, sorting and managing and responding to email messages. That's more than 16% of my available time. That's time away from building my business. That's time taking me away from my kids. And I needed to make some changes. So this week at Entree Architect Podcast, I'm going to share my 12 steps to take control of your email. This episode of Entree Architect Podcast is supported by our platform sponsors, FreshBooks, Core by BQE Software, RCAT, and Charette Venture Group. I'm going to share a little bit more about these great companies later in the show, but before we get started here, just to take a quick note right now, share some time this week to visit each one of them and let them know that you appreciate them for supporting us the Entree Architect community. Email is a very powerful tool, and if used wisely, it can actually help us be more productive. We need to be intentional with our time. We need to stop letting email control our daily lives. Here's a way to better email management for architects. Here are my 12 steps to take control of your email. So let's get right into this. Number one, and you probably already know this, but you don't do it, turn off notifications. The blinking lights, the bells, the friendly reminders, they're nothing but distractions. The first step, the very first step in controlling your email is to turn off all your notifications on your phone and your desktop. Turn them all off, not just email, turn off all of your notifications your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, all those bells and whistles, all those things that pop up and distract you from getting the things that really matter in your life, from getting those things done, turn them off. You don't need them. The things that you need to check, like maybe email, uh, maybe social media, should be on your calendar and they should be scheduled in certain times of the day at certain periods of, of time uh, where you dedicate to checking email, to checking your social media. So number one, the first step, turn off all your notifications on your phone and on your desktop. You should have nothing popping up in front of you uh, unless it's an intentional reminder for one specific thing. So number one, turn off your notifications. Number two, install spam filters. More than 90%, more than 90% of my email is unwanted junk and solicitations. So install and use a powerful uh, spam email filter to reduce the number of messages you need to process. So if you get you know, 100 emails and 90 of them are garbage, just imagine how much time uh, that takes to, to sift through the things that don't matter to get to the 10%, to get to those 10 email that, that may require your attention. And spam filters, today's spam filters are great. G Gmail does a great job of filtering and sorting out email. So if you're, if you're using Gmail, use those filters. And when you combine them with some of the apps that we have, I love the app called Spark. Um, it takes it to a whole other level. Uh, it, it, the spam has virtually disappeared from my life by, using, by moving all my email to Gmail uh, and moving my, uh, my app, my email app. I don't use the standard uh, 
I use Macs and you know I don't use any I don't use the standard mail app on my Mac or my iPhone uh, I use spark and I really really enjoy it um, so that's number two number two is install spam filters um, on your phone and on your desktop so it sort of automatically uh, removes the things that don't matter so you can get to the to the things that matter number three number three is also one that that you probably know but don't do it number three unsubscribe from unread subscriptions so you may have subscribed to newsletters uh, that you don't read uh, you may have subs- uh, you may not have subscribed you, someone else may have put your name on on lists that's most of the junk that I get are are uh, are newsletters or solicitations uh, that are subscribed ba- you know subscription basis that that I haven't subscribed much of the time that we spend on email is being spent sorting through this mess of messages to find that few that matter right so every new message that arrives is another message that you need to process. So unsubscribe from every email list that you no longer read, even if it's mine, even if it's the Entree Architect report. If you're not reading it, I want you to delete it, okay? Yes, you won't get everything else that we offer. You won't get my my uh, my weekly message. You won't get the links to the podcast and the blog. But if you don't read it, you should delete it. You should read it and not delete it. But But if you don't read it, you should delete it. Um, so that's rule number three. If you don't read it, delete it. Number three is unsubscribe from unread subscriptions. Number four. Number four is schedule time for dedicated email review. I talked about that a little bit earlier. Schedule time for dedicated e- re- email review. This is really, really powerful. This is a trick to product, uh, productive email management. Schedule specific times every day to review your email. Schedule them, put them on the calendar. Without the minute by minute notifications, you'll be less tempted to check your email throughout the day. It will take some effort, and it will, to establish these new routines and habits, but when you reach your goals with all that extra time earned from the discipline, it will well be worth the pain. It's hard, right? It's hard to not pick up your phone and hit that email button. It's hard to sit down at your computer and not hit that that email app. It's a habit, right? So we need to reestablish new habits. And the way you do that is to schedule time so you know that you, you have time on your calendar to do those things and don't do them at any other time. You should be using time blocking. And one of those blocks in your time, uh, in your calendar, should be for email review. And if you need it to do it, you know, three, four times a day, then put that on your calendar and do that three or four times a day. Um, I check my email twice a day, once in the morning and once in the evening. And, uh, and it, you know, people, people wait, you know, people wait. So that's number four, schedule time for dedicated email review. Let's just review the first four here. Turn off notifications, install spam filters, unsubscribe from unread email subscriptions, schedule time for dedicated email review. Number five is do it delegate it, defer it, or delete it. That's the rule. Do it, delegate it, defer it, delete it. That's four Ds. That comes from David Allen's book, Getting Things Done, The Art of Stress-Free Productivity. Getting Things Done is a system uh, for getting things done. David Allen provides four rules for processing any task uh, list, including your email. 
if the email will take you less than two minutes, that's the rule, if the email will take you less than two minutes to manage, then do it right there. If it takes less than two minutes, do it. If the email can be forwarded and handled by someone else, another member of your team, then delegate it. That's the second D, delegate it. So you either do it if it's less than two minutes or, or if it's something that can be done by somebody else, don't do it and delegate it to someone else. And if the email requires your attention and will take more than two minutes to address, so if you can't delegate it and it's more than two minutes, then add it to your task manager. So move it over to your, however you manage your tasks, uh, move it over there so it can be on a list uh, so you can address it later when you're scheduled to do so. Um, the fourth one uh, is defer it, right? So that's actually, that's deferred. So move it and defer it uh, by putting it into your task manager. So if it's more than two minutes and it can't be delegated, uh, then you defer it. And if it's useless junk, right, which is most of it, which is like 90% of what we get in our inboxes, delete it. And by following these simple rules, these four Ds, do it, delegate it, defer it, or delete it, if, by following these, these simple rules, you'll be able to quickly process your email and achieve the, the glorious inbox zero. Have you ever gotten there? Have you ever gotten other than starting up a new computer with a new app? Have you ever been to inbox zero? This is the way to get there. You can go through your email and do it, delegate it, defer it, or delete it. And just sort of as a side note, if you have 10,000 emails that on your in your inbox that you haven't addressed, you should just delete them because the people who are waiting for those responses have already moved on. And those things are causing you stress every time you look at that number. So just you can either delete it or you can just archive it as one big giant thing so you you know if you're afraid to delete it, just get it out of your inbox. Get your inbox to zero. And then you can manage the things, the new things that come in by doing it, delegating it, deferring it, or deleting it. That's number five. That's the, the fifth step uh, in, our, in our 12 steps here. Number six, keep email responses short, right? So we're managing email. So the stuff that's going back out is also important. So email is intended to be for simple communications, right? Keep your messages, messages short and to the point. Don't waste precious hours right? Because we only have 168. We only actually have 84 to, to work with here. Don't waste those precious hours composing these big, long email messages that no one else is actually going to read, right? They're going to scroll to the bottom. They're going to see what you say on the top and they're gonna, then, they're, then they're going to address them. Things that are, that are much longer, right? I'm going to get into some of these other things down the list here. Keep your email short, right? So, so number six is keep your email short. And then I'm going to give you the alternatives here. Number seven is use the telephone for dialogue. So if you're going back and forth, try to avoid that dreaded email dialogue where you go back and forth and back and forth. If you find yourself in this volley of back and forth messages, pick up the telephone, right? It still works. That thing over there, you know, some of our offices actually still have wires attached to them. The thing in your pocket, that telephone, it works as a telephone too, right? So pick up the telephone and have a conversation. The issue will be resolved much quicker and you can get back to work on the things that matter most. So if you, if you find yourself going back and forth with these email 
this email volleyball, right? You write something and then they write something back and then you write something and then you write something back and then you ultimately end up with a thank you, right? <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. If it can't be short, don't use email. Use a telephone. Number eight is, so number seven is use a telephone for dialogue. Number eight, prepare former formal letters for important documentation. Many of us are using email to project manage, right? To manage our projects. And these really important documentations that used to be done on paper are, not, are now just being done in email and then there's no way to manage that stuff, right? Don't use email for important documentation. It's, it's intended for these short little communications. Formal reports and letters should be formal. They don't necessarily have to be printed on paper, but they should be written in a, in a, in a formal documentation. It should be uh, written and, and formalized in a, in a form or a document. So number eight, prepare formal letters for important information. So if you're documenting things, uh, they should be documented in a formal way. So that's number eight. Number nine, coordinate your teams using apps, right? Don't use email for project management or for co coordinating your teams. It's a waste of time, right? There's, it's not a good tool for that. Now there are new tools that work much, much, much better for communicating with your teams. Um, apps such as Asana or Trello or Slack, which is what I use, are much, much more efficient than email and will allow you to easily search the history of your communication. So. It's not easy to search for a specific email when you're looking for that very important email. It's very easy to search Asana and Trello and Slack. Using email to manage your projects only adds more messages that need to be processed. So if you're managing projects and you're managing your teams by using email, it's more stuff coming in that you need to sift through to get to those things and find those things. Some of those are really important and email is a not, a, not a good way to communicate with that important information. There's no way to document it. There's no way to track it very easily. So coordinate your teams using apps such as Asana or Trello and Slack. There's many, many more, uh, but those are some great ones. You should go check those out. That's number nine. So let's review. Number one is turn off notifications. Number two, install spam filters. Number three, unsubscribed from unread subscriptions. Number four, subscribe, uh, I'm sorry. Number four is schedule time for dedicated email review. That's one of my most important rules. Number five, once you get into it, do it, delegate it, defer it, or delete it, the four Ds. Number six, keep your email responses short. Number seven is use the telephone. Remember that tool? Number eight, Prepare formal, formal letters for important documentation. And number nine, coordinate your teams using apps. So let's roll into number 10, 11, and 12. Number 10, use reminder apps, right? In the past, I used email as a reminder tool. Every time I came up with another idea, I, 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 you know, I wanted to add something to my to-do list. I would send myself an email and I would add that task to my list when I return to the studio, right? I, I bet you do that same thing very often. Like, oh, I have this idea. Let me let me quickly email myself. And then when I go through and process my email, I'll see it and then I'll reprocess it and I'll put it in wherever it needs, needs to be. Don't do that. There are apps for that. There are apps that are made for that. So if, if I have a task or a need, 
a, a reminder, I just add it to that app. Um, I used to use Nozbe, N-O-Z-B, which is actually a really good tool too. You can go and, and check that out. But I've recently moved over to Wonderlist, W-U-N-D-E-R-L-I-S-T. Uh, it's, a, it's a great list app. It's a great way to manage your tasks. Let's take a quick break to say thank you to our platform sponsors here at Entree Architect, FreshBooks, Core by BQE Software, RCAT, and Charette Venture Group. FreshBooks makes it simple to send invoices, post your expenses automatically, track your time for the whole team, buy project, and get organized with reports, communication, and notifications. It does everything. My favorite feature in FreshBooks is the automated invoice reminders. I love this. I think sending invoices and getting paid is one of the biggest barriers to our success as entrepreneur architects. Who has time, right? But if we don't send out invoices, we don't get paid. FreshBooks makes it easy to send out invoices and get paid online with a click of a button. And when your client doesn't pay you on time, FreshBooks will send them a friendly email reminder through a simple system that you set up and control. Sign up for a free 30-day unrestricted trial and get ready for the simplest way to be more productive, organized, and most importantly, get paid faster. Visit entrearchitect.com freshbooks to access FreshBooks for free. And be sure to enter Entree Architect in the How Did You Hear About Us section. One of the most often requested resources here at the Entree Architect community is project management software. How do we keep our projects and our people organized while we grow as entrepreneur architects? BQE Core revolutionizes the way architects manage projects, time and expenses, billing and accounting. Made by BQE, the company behind ArchiOffice, Core saves you time while giving you the visibility, the flexibility and the power you need to grow your firm. Work from anywhere, seamlessly collaborate, and gain transformative insights with Core's groundbreaking platform. Listeners here at the Entree Architect podcast can get a free 15-day trial of Core at entrearchitect.com slash BQE. That's entrearchitect.com slash BQE. If you've been listening here to this podcast anytime during the past few months, you have heard me talking about our friends, RCAT. And hopefully you're already using their free resources on a regular basis. But for those of you who have not yet checked out RCAT, it's a great tool for small firm architects. RCAT has a huge library of free content, CAD, BIM, specifications, and more. They've done all the work for you. It will save you time and money you need a spec, click on over and download the CSI three-part specification in multiple formats. How about a CAD detail or a BIM object? All free. Click of a mouse. RCAT has tons of building product content ready for you to use, and it's all completely free. You don't even have to register to download the content. That is my favorite part of RCAT. Visit our friends at RCAT at entrearchitect.com slash RCAT. That's A-R-C-A-T, entrearchitect.com slash RCAT. And let them know that I sent you from the Entree Architect podcast. 
Charette Venture Group invests in small to mid-sized architecture firms with the goal to create action behind aspirations. CVG seeks architect clients with a passion for growth and dedication to becoming a larger, stronger business. Entree Architect is an investment partner with CVG, so I know firsthand how their support has transformed my business and my life. We also have several members inside the Entree Architect Academy who are investment partners with CVG as well. And it is truly a pleasure to watch these firms grow. The team at Charette Venture Group is ready to help you take your architecture firm to the next level. Your firm is unique. Your challenges aren't. Charette Venture Group can help. To schedule a free consultation with Charette Venture Group or to take their free architect business assessment to see exactly where you stand as a business, visit them today at entrearchitect.com slash CVG. FreshBooks, BQE Software, RCAT, and Charette Venture Group. Please visit our platform sponsors today and thank them for supporting you, the Entree Architect community. And it's there whenever I need it, right? So instead of emailing myself a reminder, I'll open up the app, my Wonderlist app or my Nosebee app, and I'll put it right in the in the in the reminder list, right in the list where it belongs, because I have multiple lists for multiple parts of my life. Uh, I have one for Entree Architect. I have another one for Five Cat. I have another one for my family. I have one for my personal life. So that way, they're all managed, ready for me when I need them. Uh, it's part of my Monday morning uh, routine to go through those lists and pick out the the three that I need to do for that day. So if I need to remind myself of something, I don't email email myself. I'll use one of my apps, a reminder app, and that is number ten. That is the ten step. Tenth uh, step, use reminder apps. So number 11, delegate it. Delegate your email management. Give somebody else the job to do it. That's probably the easiest thing to do, right? That should be just rule number one through 10, number rule one through 12. Let somebody else do it. Imagine opening up your email app and finding only five messages that really require your attention. Wouldn't that be amazing, right? No junk, no spam, no time wasters, just the five things you need to respond to, right? Assign your email management to an assistant and never deal with it again. Let them go through steps one through 10 uh, and delegate that stuff to somebody else. Assign your email management to an assistant and never deal with it again. Imagine what you could do with all of that time saved. You could probably work on something that will make you more money and easily pay for the expense of that assistant, right? So if you delegate delegate those hours, those two, three hours of time to somebody else to go through all that stuff and just forward you the things that matter, right? You could be focused on on creating better architecture. You can you can spend more time developing a system. Maybe you can develop an email management system, right? that somebody else manages. So number 11, delegate it. Delegate your email management. And number 12, a major, major rule here at 5Cat Studio, my architecture firm, don't respond after hours or on weekends. It is my most important rule. You are not obligated to respond to your clients after hours, after business hours. They're established business hours and weekends. 
unless you choose to work on weekends and work on, on later hours, this is my most important rule. Your evenings and your weekends are yours. Don't let your clients or consultants steal that precious time from you, from your family or your friends that you're, you're spending that time with. Turn off your email on Friday evening and don't turn it back on until Monday morning. Don't do it. Set expectations with your teams and your clients and you will live happy. You will live happier by not having to deal with that stuff. You won't have to deal with that, that crisis that your client has posted on late Friday night and now you have to deal with it in your mind all weekend long until you get to Monday. Don't do that. When you shut down the, the, the studio on Friday afternoon, Friday evening, turn off the email and be done with it. Don't turn it back on until Monday morning when you sit down with your Monday morning routine and it's time to check your email. So number 10, don't respond after hours or on weekends. That is number 12. That's the most important one. 12 steps to take control of your email. Number one, turn off notifications. Number two, install spam filters. Number three, unsubscribe from unread subscriptions. I hope you don't unsubscribe from the from the Entree Architect report, but if you don't read it, delete it. Number four, schedule time for dedicated email review. Actually, if you're not subscribed and you want to be subscribed, go to entrearchitect.com slash uh, newsletter and subscribe. Check it out. And you actually get a free, the free course. When you sign up for the free profit course, you get subscribed to the email newsletter. And I put some of, most of my uh, effort during the week goes into that newsletter. So entrearchitect.com slash newsletter. But if you don't read it and you are subscribed, delete it. Uh, unsubscribe from unread subscriptions. Number four, schedule time for dedicated email review. So block your time and only review your email at those times. Number five, do it, delegate it, defer it, delete it. The, five, the four Ds from David Allen and Getting Things Done. That's a great book. If you haven't read it, go check it out. Getting Things Done, The Art of Stress-Free Productivity by David Allen. Number six, keep email responses short. And so six through eight sort of our uh, work together. Keep email responses short. Number seven is use the telephone for dialogue. And number eight, prepare formal letters for important documentation. Number nine, com uh, coordinate your teams using apps. Don't use email to project manage. Don't use email to communicate and coordinate your teams. Use apps like Asana or Trello and Slack. Coordinate your teams using apps. Much better technology for that. Number 10, use reminder apps. So if you are going to put, put yourself, you know, remind, remind yourself of something, don't use email. Don't send, don't ever send yourself an email. Don't ever send yourself an email ever again, right? Use these apps that are, that are intended for that. Number 11, delegate your email management. If you can give it to somebody else and you can take the time that you spend going through all of that email to somebody else, give that to somebody else, and you spend that time doing something that, that's more productive, that, that makes you a better architect, that makes you a stronger business, go do that. That's, that's much better time used by you as the, uh, as the firm owner or firm leader. And number 10, don't respond to email after hours or on weekends. That's it. Those are my 12 steps to take control of your email. I hope those are helpful. I'm sure you're doing some of them. Try them. Try all of them. Go down the list. Set it up uh, this week. Schedule some time in your calendar to, to, to apply these things, to create your own email management system by using these 12 steps. 
I want to know in the show notes. Go to the show notes at entrearchitect.com slash episode 193. Yes, 193. We're coming up on 200. I'm so excited. Episode 193 and post in the comments there. What are your tips for taking control of your email? I want to know what did I what did I miss here? Or are these are there some of these steps that you you don't want to take? I want to know. Go to entrearchitect.com slash episode 193 and share your thoughts over there. Uh, or go to the Facebook group at entrearchitect.com slash group and sign up there and go share your thoughts there. What are your tips for taking control of your email? If you liked what I shared here today, share it with a friend. This episode is episode 193. 193. So entrearchitect.com slash episode 193. Share it with one friend. That's all I ask right now. If you do this every week and you share it with another friend, imagine how many people will be listening to Entree Architect podcast and learning from what we're sharing here, right? We're learning, we're sharing our knowledge. And I want to, I want all of the small firms, all the small firm architects throughout the world to be listening to this podcast and sharing their knowledge here. So share it with one person, each one of you, if you share it with one person, imagine how that will uh, replicate and compound and how the, the audience of this show will grow. EntreeArchitect.com slash episode 193. And don't forget to visit the website to learn more about our free profit course. If you have not downloaded that yet, what are you thinking? It's free and it's going to teach you how to be profitable. Are you crazy? Go right now. EntreeArchitect.com slash free course. It is a full, all-out, three-module digital course that you can take on your own time. Go check it out, entrearchitect.com slash free course. That's a, that's a mouthful. My name, my name is Mark R. LePage, and I am an entrepreneur architect, and I encourage you with all of my heart. I encourage you to go build a better business so you can be a better architect. Love, learn, and share what you know Thanks for listening. Have a great week. I'll see you back here in uh, seven days. Ciao. I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything? Yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, we'll buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders, Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, 
sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that <laughs> then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> I did it guys. Oh one that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast, it's a community where dreams meet action. There is a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was, it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is gonna be a priority. When the job is done, we're gonna actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. <laughs> so for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like, that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.